Hey folks, you might be a little surprised to see a new episode in this feed. We still are not planning to do episode-by-episode discussions of Dark Matters Season 2 like we did for Season 1. However, we are all big Zoe Palmer fans, so we are still keeping an eye on the show, and we might occasionally release short, silly little episodes like this. So I hope you enjoy it. So how do you feel about what's up with the android this season so far, Annie? What android? That's what I was saying with the first episode. I was like, yay, android, when she showed up. But I thought that was a neat little twist that she has developed her personality matrix to a point where uh, she says, you know, no, I'm not going to delete my files. Let me rephrase that. I can't. And I'm like, yeah, stick it to him, android. So I like that. But I really like that uh, she, the in the second episode, kill them all, that the android is now distinguishing between six and saying, no, you're not a member of this crew. I don't think you ever were. And I'm all, ooh, she got him good. But then she still uh, wants to obey five because she considers her a member of the crew of the Raza. And I always liked five and android's relationship. And I just think that that was really kind of a surprising shock when five said, kill them all. And I had flashbacks to Xena because that's an oft-used Xena line. And I was like, oh, coming from five, that was awesome. And then I got got this unexpectedly awesome fight scene. Uh, well, not unexpectedly awesome, but just came out of nowhere fight scene from the android, which I loved because Zoe Palmer and kudos to Zoe and her stunt doubles for making it look so good. It was very, very cool, especially when the android like climbs on people and just shoots them. And I was like, go. It seemed like they used Zoe Palmer quite a bit in that fight scene and they showed her face a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched it a few times, and she did quite a bit, so yeah, kudos to her and the stunt team. But yeah, very, very cool. I get the impression that she really seems to enjoy doing the stunts. Mm-hmm, yeah. But then I thought it was so cute when everybody's getting out in the escape, and there's that shot of the android peeking out from behind the hallway to you know make sure it's clear for her and Five to go, and I just thought that was a cute shot. I'm like, oh, should have named her Cute Droid. And Five, I have to say, bonus for Five and Bubba. That was awesome. No different from last season. She really hasn't had that much to do yet. She only had one scene in the premiere, but I have to say it was one of my favorites. And not just because of her like huge gooey brown eyes that I want to dip my finger in like brownie batter. That sounds kind of <laughs> weird. Because just with her hair back as the android, it's like her eyes are just are so big and prominent. And I just, mm-hmm. they're so cute. I just get distracted. But I, I think they've been doing some interesting things with her, especially in the first episode where we learned that she has rebuilt her personality protocols so that if they try to forcibly remove the files, then it loses everything, including her personality. And the fact that that is worrisome to her, like I think that's some really interesting stuff they're starting to play with with the android, but there just hasn't been that much of her yet. Well, I thought it was interesting when the guy put that really... Ugh scary-looking, pokey thing in the back of her head. I thought that's what he was doing, was forcibly rerouting or erasing her files. And I always think Zoe Palmer did a great job with that shot of the android looking very uncomfortable and very pained with the thing in that back of her head, which was really icky-looking. But, you know, I thought by that point they'd already erased her files, but then obviously she's retained her personality matrix and was still able to obey five to escape. So that was a relief. So, but I think it's interesting that the tech referred to her as obsolete technology. So this is obviously a lower model Android, I guess. Yeah, it was very upsetting to see the silver spiky thingy 
the back of the android's head. I'm still not entirely sure what they were trying to do by using that. I, I think they implied that that might have damaged her neural link to the Raza, but oh, yeah, I don't right. know exactly what they were doing in the moment. It, that's still not clear to me. But it was very disturbing to see that being done to Android because she's developed to the point where she seems to have a clear sense of free will and what is against her will. You know, she Mm -hmm. makes very clear in this episode, I will follow the orders of my crew because they are my crew and that's who I'm loyal to. But I'm not just going to follow the orders of, I I think Franca Patenti's character called them her human superiors. It's not just she's going to Mm -hmm. do whatever a human tells her anymore. She's making a clear distinction. And so seeing that done to her, it was clearly something that she did not wish to be done. It was very upsetting to see. Well, now I'm wondering if that'll have repercussions later, if we'll find out that the android is damaged or can't quite do everything she was supposed to do because of that thing in her head. We'll see. Definitely, there was a suggestion that we might see more of that in a future episode. So we'll see what was done to the android. Hopefully nothing irreversible. Yeah. At this point in the episode, I would normally try to stick in... Oh, that was probably the wrong choice of words. I would usually try to include a Hoye report about what happened between one and three, but they killed one. So that no, kind of destroys the no foundation of my Hoye report. So I'm going to have to look for Hoye at other places, I suppose. The big thing that I've noticed so far is the cute prisoner guy who had medical training and was working in the infirmary. So in episode one, I noticed that he kept his eyes on Three's backside for a pretty long time as Three was walking out of sickbay. So I thought, hmm, maybe, maybe one might get a little jealous, but then, you know, they, they killed one. But then in episode two, I think the, the cute guy might actually have a crush on Four now because he seemed pretty impressed with the swordplay. It's true. And he did ask, oh, can I catch a ride with you guys? And Four just shoved him in. Yeah, Mm. see, Four might be interested. You never know. That's true. I've also got my eye on two in Nyx. They were pretty friendly in the premiere. And there was, of course, that fight scene. Extra pillow and a hug goodbye. I was all, what? See, that's what I want is some female Hoye. (laughs) She would have taken a little snuggle in payment. Exactly. Payment doesn't always come in form of a ration card, you know, Nix. She knows what's up. I'm actually really excited by the inclusion of Nix this season. I I really like her so far, and I'm super stoked to have another woman of color on the show. So I'm hoping, I'm really hoping she sticks around and she doesn't just get off the ship the next time they dock at a space station. I know, I think she will. I get the feeling she will. She's, as Tu says, she's very useful. (laughs) Hmm. That is a very good point, Annie. What you mean, So too? obviously we're going to be keeping our eye out for the Hoye, or really, we're going to be making the Hoye happen is what we're saying. We love non-canon Hoye <laughs> on Dark Matter. Dark Matter. 